<laughs> Thanks for the wrap. Um, not sure I deserve that, but uh, see, Kite and Cup, though, it's always a great day in the town, and um, what a beautiful track it is, and um, very picturesque, lovely trees around it, that really small straight. And the great thing about it, uh, the, the race course is really close to town, so unusually, um, you'll see a lot of people who go uh, walk there and then uh, walk home in uh, probably a very different state to what they started in. It's a, it's a real party atmosphere as well. It's a cracking day, it really is. And, Rob, we, we were only talking, you know, how it is such a, a part of a special week in terms of uh, racing and the Spring Carnival. That that's also makes it a special day for the locals as well. It's a bit like their Melbourne Cup today, isn't it? Gee, they, um, they love it up at Kyneton because um, a lot of places uh, with Cup Day, uh, they just take the Monday and you've had five days off and the last <laughs> one is... Um, is the Kitan uh, Cup Day because uh, Kitan people get that off, um, and then it's sort of you know a bit dicey as to whether you get Melbourne Cup Day off as well. But many people take the five days. I know the schools do, which is uh, one of the great rorts in um, <laughs> both the primary and the, the, the secondary scene. But uh, yeah, it all adds to it. It's a, it's a for a date um, for, a, for your local cup. The day after the Melbourne Cup's just a beauty. Rob, how different has this year been compared to past Kitan Cups with everything that's going on? Oh, it's, it's vastly different. I mean, I'm, I'm down in Melbourne at work, but, um, you know, the, the cafes and restaurants are all full and the bars and, you know, Kitan's got a big um, food scene and cafe scene and, um, you know, the party continues after the race. So, uh, you know, Piper Street's full and, you know, everyone's dressed up to the nines and having a great old time. So um, there wouldn't be anywhere near as much of, of that going on, unfortunately. But I suppose that's the same everywhere isn't it really we've just got to sort of deal with it this year and hopefully uh, next year's different it's just down the corner highway kitan but rob what is it if for our listeners out there what is it like as a town oh it's a cracking place kitan yeah. um uh the dem- demographics of it have changed uh probably in the last 10 years so you've got a lot of um uh people that have come up from melbourne now and, and doing the tree change and uh, me and my family are one of those. We went up about uh, eight or nine years ago now and, and have loved it. Haven't regretted the move at all. So there's really good commuter links with the train services. Um, um, and the great thing about Kitan is there's a great diversity of people. You've got your, you know, it's a farming community. Um, and then you've got um, fabulous food scene with all the restaurants and, and cafes. We really are very fortunate there to... Um, to have some of those, and, and some of them are you know, ranked in the top 40 in Melbourne uh, by the Age Good Food Guide and when the Herald Sun do it. So um, they're widely acclaimed for that. Um, and then, you know, there's a, there's a vibrant sort of art scene. Um, you know, we do the local footy and uh, all the sports that you can have. And we're only um, 80 k's from Melbourne. so um, And it's probably of all the the commutes into Melbourne, I reckon the call the highway would be the, um, the best one if you drew a ring around Melbourne. Um, for about an hour. So, uh, yeah, Clayton's got a lot going for it. And I'm being told that the real estate agents can't keep up with the demand for people um, getting out of Melbourne and trying to buy in uh, in our area. Yeah, we don't so, want too many, though. We don't want too many. <laughs> we don't want too many. Certainly lots of people wanting that tree change. And if you've been to Clayton, it's just, you don't blame them around in that Macedon Rangers area. But, uh, Rob, you mentioned footy. And on the Country Cup circuit, we've been talking to lots of rural towns and how important the race club and the footy clubs are. And that that's really the... the um, the same with Kyneton, that you play in the uh, Bendigo Football League, the footy, footy club is a big part of the town. Yeah, it is. It is. It's had its issues over the journey, but it's, it's going um, gangbusters now. The club, well, I'm no longer officially involved, but 
Um, I probably will be again at some stage, and I'm still very close to everyone there. Um, Paul Chapman's going to coach us next year, the, okay. the Geelong star. So that's um, that's great news. He lives sort of in the area uh, now, and so, um, yeah, Paul's going to be the man going forward. And, um, look, I know a lot of community clubs have struggled um, this year because, you know, there's been no sport played. But what Kitan did was they had a, a, a huge um, uh, car raffle, and they, they raffled a... Um, a dual Hilux Ute, which is worth nearly $70,000. And so they sold um, 2,000 tickets, would you believe, at 100 bucks each. And the raffle, I think, made them about one hundred thirty or $140,000 profit. So uh, so that set the club up for the future. Uh, and it's a great story because of the um, ingenuity of the people involved. And they sold tickets to... Um, they did a big Facebook campaign and sold tickets all over all over the country, all states of Australia bar Tassie. So um, it wasn't just a local thing, and they turned the um, the isolation and the quarantining and, uh, into their advantage. It was really, really clever. And, um, yeah, the, 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 footy, the footy club's going to benefit uh, because of it. But that's just what's happened this year. You know, we want the kids doing something and getting off their phones and, uh, and their devices and... Um, whether it's football or cricket or whatever it is, I think sport's so uh, so vital for our kids and um, organisations like the footy club certainly provide uh, opportunities for the local kids. Now, Rob, you're very well connected in Kyneton. Have you been on the phone throughout the course of the week and got any street corner whispers that you can steer the RSN family into today? I, look, I was thinking about that this morning. I, I, I should have run well, mate. Uh, Pat Clossy is a former uh, local trainer. He's retired now, but I play golf with Pat. Um, and he's usually got something for me, but I didn't this morning, so uh, I'm no good deal. I'm no good deal on that front. <laughs> and after my performance yesterday, I'd ignore what I what, <laughs> I, uh, what I give you anyway. Shocking yesterday, shocking. Is it true, Rob, our very own here on RSC 927, Daniel, our very own Daniel Harford, did he play for Kitan? He did. How was he? Did he did he just take the money? Was he one of those players that, that took the paycheck in those, uh, those country <laughs> clubs and, and didn't put back in? Um. Well, I tell you, we had to build the new dressing rooms to fit those uh, humongous shorts in uh, when he came up. There was there was some concerns as to what we're going to do on that front, but uh, we got through. I don't think he did, uh, in fairness to him. In fact, okay. I think it went the other way. I, I think he was helping out his good mate Nathan Thompson. Yeah. As did um, Adam Simpson, who's um, a Kite and Footy Club alumni. When they were in real strife, um, this is a year or two before I got there. Uh, Tomo's uh, gotten uh, half and Simo to go up there and play, and they played against a team called Golden Square, who was just in the in the middle or at the end of winning five flags in a row, and they used to beat us by two hundred points every time. And apparently, half and Simo put on such a display that um, with five minutes to go, we were within a kick and storming home. But um, it didn't happen. Uh, Square just uh, nutted us by uh, half a kick, apparently. But. Uh, no, no, Half and uh, Adam Simpson are very fondly remembered up at Titan because um, they played for Knicks to help out the club and it was really good of them to do it. And, and that's the thing, Rob, I play down the road in the Riddle Footy League but um, for netball, but that's these players who, you know, form AFL champions and they're coming out to the country and they're finding, they're loving it. It's You know, they probably go out there for the pay packet initially and then they do fall in love with the, the people and they do lend a hand, like you said, with half. Yeah, yeah, that, that happens a lot. Um you know, look, it's dog, dog country footy. It's um, it's a smaller version of the Premier League in terms of the payments uh, sometimes, <laughs> which is uh, 
really unfortunate. But uh, you do find many who uh, who just fall in love with it. Um, one of our best players recently, I think Reese has won four best and fairest now, a guy called Reese Megan, who played a, one game with Essendon years ago, and his brother played a few at the Gold Coast Alley. Um, but he's moved up from uh, Melbourne now, and, and uh, they live in the area, and uh, they've made it made it their home and, and Kitens Reese's Footy Club and um, uh, and it's not just the club but it's the people you meet and um, you know that's what sort of the area and the towns have to offer so it really works for some people and um, yeah if I was a, uh, an ex-league footballer I'd, I'd, be, uh, I'd be thinking about doing that for sure. Now it's a busy day for you Rob, trade week starting, um, do you enjoy this time of year? Uh, I, I don't reckon I do as much as no. uh, I used to, I think you know, trade radio and all that sort of stuff's um, changed a bit, um, and the social media aspect of it. Um, everyone can sort of, um, you know, fly any kite now these days without um, being held to count, I think. Um, but let's face it, we're all fascinated by the, you know, who's going where and how can your side who's been crap recently improve if they get a full, new full forward in or a new midfielder or whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's massive now. Free agency sort of um, uh, thrown in an extra dimension to it as well. So um, we do know that the clubs who are best at this generally are the, the better performed teams. And um, you know, Geelong's been really good. How they've defied the the, the cycle of um, you're supposed to go down after five or six years at the top, and they they've gone down a bit and haven't been able to win one. But they've always been there. And you know, Richmond and the West Coast are really good. List managers, I do, I do, I do enjoy, you know, sort of half performing C grade full forward. Oh, he's set to move to this club, and that's going to fill a hole <laughs> in the forward line. And uh, this is a really strategically important move for the club. And usually, it's all crap, you know. Really, yeah. but uh, anyway, we do love it, and it is fascinating. And uh, it's on again. Good on you, mate. Well, um, Johnny Clark has taken a phone call from. The Kite and Race Club. I think it's the president. They want you to be the face of the, the carnival next year. <laughs> I need a big poster. Yeah. <laughs> good on you, mate. Love your work. And, um, yeah, good luck with that tray week. And um, good luck with the Kite and Football Club. I know you, you're not involved, but you'll be cheering on, uh, I, I would imagine, from the sidelines. Yeah, good things ahead for the uh, for the mighty Kite and Tigers. And I uh, hope you'll back a winner today. Thanks for having me on. Good on you. There's Rob Waters.